Hey guys, so in today's episode, we are not going to talk about the coronavirus. I'm pretty sure social media and everyone in the world has that covered. What I'd like to talk to you instead about is how to deal with your kids at home for a couple weeks that you weren't planning on and still get a lot of work done. So this is kind of like an impromptu summer that we're going to have with our kids. And while I love summer and I love my kids... This can really help you to keep with your business goals and still have that special time with your kids. And let's include some hand-washing lessons in there too. Let's go. Welcome back to My Mother's Daughter Podcast, where we choose to focus on the controllables, jump off the hamster wheel of grief, and take steps to honoring our loved ones by living a life filled with gratitude, joy, and abundance. It's time to get stubborn about what we want and choose to lean into who we were meant to be while drinking too much caffeine, owning way more workout pants than we'd like to admit, and dreading that nightly dinner talk almost as much as waking up early. You feel me, sister? I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, positive psychology junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew, and I believe that you can heal and find happiness after loss. So grab that coffee, put down that to-do list, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Let's get started with today's show. Hey guys, so if you are in Ohio, or maybe even if you're not in Ohio, but you are possibly becoming one of the states that is deciding to have your kids be home for several weeks coming up, or honestly, maybe this is even someone who's considering being a homeschool family, and you have a network marketing company or maybe a social retail company or e-commerce or something to where you can work from home. Perhaps you are a photographer, so you go out and do the photo shoots, but then you ultimately end up editing and working from home. Maybe you have basically any business that you have of your own. Anyway, if you work from home, you might be struggling to have that balance of being a mom and now having to make sure that they do their work, but then also that you do your work. And so the key to that is going to be setting a routine. And so for me, I think that it's always helpful if you get the, f- the kids stuff out of the way, <laughs> almost like fill their tired tank. Um, I actually heard that on, I followed taking care of babies on Instagram whenever I was getting Thea sleep trained and she's really great. You should go follow her if you have a little one that doesn't want to sleep because her tips really did help. But anyway, she had this way of calling it filling your child's tired tank. So kind of like thinking are they getting tired? So a lot of times when kids are laying around and they're not really putting in the exercise they normally would or the mental, you know, exertion, I guess, that they would normally in a school day, then they're not really going to be as tired, but they might just be kind of lazy or whiny if they're a little kid, right? So the idea of filling the tired tank is in the routine is getting them outside and then also getting all that work that hard brain work out of the way first. So that could be possibly, usually I would think in the morning. So setting a clear wake up time. So even though you're home with your kids and, you know, it's kind of like an extended spring break, like, oh, it's almost like 
uh, try all summer. <laughs> uh, you still want to have a set wake up time and a set bedtime so that you have your own sanity and so that Medusa Mama doesn't come crashing out, <laughs> but also so that they can have good energy. And so you can have your time too. So I do know that, especially in my house, that sometimes on the weekends, the kids will try to stay up way late. And yeah, that's fine here or there. But if it's going to be for ongoing or three weeks, that's going to leave everyone feeling cranky. Their food habits probably won't be as good. Our day will get away from us. And so just to avoid all of that, the first thing you want to do is set a routine. So a set bedtime, a set wake up time, and also set meal time. So I don't know about you, but when they're here all day, I have three boys here um, and a little girl, but she can't make her way to the pantry yet, but they will just constantly snack, 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 snack. And so having those set meal times, set wake up times, and set sleep times will be so crucial to them and to you for just getting their really just so they know what to expect and getting their day on a good start. Okay, next up is instead of having full days where you guys do nothing and then full days where you run, 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 and then maybe another day where you're at home but you're trying to like declutter and clean the entire house, instead try to have some sort of structure to your day like I mentioned before, but also even in the quiet and busy times of your day. One thing I'm going to work on getting into place for my boys, especially the older ones, are task charts. I know that Cohen has a chart right now where he has little stickers and he'll put it on there, but this can help them to be a little more self-sufficient so that if you are trying to squeeze in a little bit of work here or there, that you're able to do that. But also you need to be mindful of your time too. So are you scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or are you actually being intentional with your time? So I would ask you guys all to stop right now, open your phone and check out the number of hours of screen time that you have on there. Because I feel like we get really hard on our kids, but then we look on there and we're like, oh, well, that must have been Thea with like listening to Coco Melon while I was at the salon, right? Or something, uh, which we were just there for Ty to get a haircut, but she did really great listening to Coco Melon. But anyway, so the, the fact of the matter is we can get really hard on our kids whenever we're doing the same thing. So just try to be a little bit better model for that and to have set times and boundaries when you're going to actually work and when you are going to be playing. So playing and working with them. Having these boundaries set up is going to make it feel like you're not failing as the parent part, but also that you don't have mom guilt that you're trying to work and get stuff done too. Okay, so step one was routine. Now I want you guys to do step two, which is keep it simple. So I know that we all go on Pinterest and we scroll and I don't even think I add them to boards now. I just screenshot it with my 40,000 pictures in my phone. So instead of doing all that noise, why don't you do some fun things with your kids that don't require a lot of stuff? So a lot of times that is open-ended activities, which are even better because they're not limited to being like a craft. They are actually process learning, process art, which is way better, more authentic, that is not limited 
by whatever the craft was going to be. So a lot of times it doesn't take a lot of stuff, but rather things that you even have around your house. So if you need some ideas for these, definitely, obviously, go to you can go to Pinterest. I love Pinterest too, but don't get stuck on all the crafty things that end up making it to where you have to micromanage the whole thing. So add this piece of efficiency and just keeping it simple. Also, I know that we are all trying to not go out a lot and expose into large crowds or anything like that with this illness that is wrecking the whole world right now. But with this pandemic around, all we have to think about is things to do that are not populated. So maybe this is a good opportunity for you guys to get into green space, to possibly go for a walk in a creek, or if the weather allows, or even go for a hike or that sort of thing, or even outside in your yard, um, play basketball, Foursquare. Who remembers Foursquare? <laughs> I feel like that, wh- what happened to Foursquare? That was really, really good back in the third grade. Anyway, so basically getting outside. This is going to be great for the kids, especially with cabin fever setting in if you guys aren't leaving the house a lot, but then also plan things with not a crowd, but have I'm going to actually set a set date with my sisters and try to have the cousins be able to see each other. And then possibly another option could be all the schools are shut down. Maybe instead of going to a super busy park where all the parents and all the kids are, like for instance, the Hill Park, that's what Cohen calls this really cool park near us. But instead of doing all that noise, why don't you try to check out one of the parks that are actually at the schools that aren't, no one's there. Um, Typically, they allow you to do that. Um, If not, sorry, we've done it. (laughs) So, um, but if that's an option in your area, that could be something that's less populated that could be a way for your kids to burn off some energy. I definitely know that with three boys, the girl's super calm right now, but with three boys, it can get a little bit crazy around here. And so if you have that same situation to where they need that energy to burn off, definitely make sure that you schedule those play dates with people that you are like in your family and then, um, or not in your family, but you know what I mean? Like the idea is that you don't have crowds, so maybe not a crowd. (laughs) So, and then probably using this opportunity to teach them proper hand washing too. So as a teacher, I know that that was one of the biggest things that we would try to teach anyway, but the different times that you would wash hands and how you do it properly, how you, you know, sing that ABC song or happy birthday um, twice and that you use warm water and how you turn the paper, you know, the water off with the paper towel and all that jazz. And I know so far this all sounds lame. So far, they just have to do their work. Actually, I did mention the park, which that part is probably fun, but hand washing and then, but also have some fun. So I do think that my niece may bring over her vlogging camera that she got for Christmas and maybe they can make some sort of cousin vlogs or make slime videos or something to where you can, they can really, you know, do a project to where it's kind of a cool experience for them to do, make some memories, and really break up the day. Okay, so I know that that was not earth-shattering, but I do think it's a couple guidelines for you guys to feel like you have some control over these next couple weeks and so that you don't feel like you're going crazy. All right, and then aka that Medusa Mama (laughs) surfaces or that all the, the kids are on electronics all day 
or that you're on social media too, because I think we do need to be more mindful of that. And let's talk about that word. Mindfulness is not just being positive thinking all woo-woo. It is about being honest and really thinking and evaluating what you can and can't control and moving forward. So I think on social media especially, we are very much stuck in this fear and it is scary and I am totally putting validity to that fear and know that it's just our choice and how we want to respond to this. So obviously that means washing our hands. It's also meaning that we maybe get a routine in our day, have some special time with our kids. And at the end of the day, hopefully the least amount of people are affected by this going onward. And and hopefully this is more contained by them being able to do this quarantine and also by just having the kids have extra time off school. Just reframe your thinking and try to just take away a lot of that negative aspects of the disruption that this is. I know that this is not our fault and that this is jacking up a lot of people's day, but I just wanted to hop on here and use that a little bit of that experience I have as being a teacher to let you guys know that you're not alone, like everyone's having to deal with this too, and that together we really can come together and think of it as more time with our kids And mama, in the meantime, make sure that you're getting good sleep. Make sure that you're trying your best to avoid anxiety. Maybe unplug from social for a little bit and know that you're not alone and that we are all in this together and exercise and eat well. Try to wash your hands too, but um, eat healthfully and drink water and just know that you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard stuff. You are your mother's daughter. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel. Hey mama, if today's show added value or you learned something new, make sure you stop over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing what you guys are taking from the show and I'd love to connect on social media too. My handle at Instagram is angel.mcelhaney And on Facebook, it's my name, Angel McElhaney. So find me over there and check out the spelling in the show notes for that crazy last name. Until next time.